We're talking with Amy Irani from the Nevada County Environmental Health Department, always somebody with lots of important information in times like these. Amy, let's talk about the food in people's refrigerators and what they need to throw away and what they can still eat. Thank you, Felton. I really appreciate that. So, yeah, that's a, this is a big concern. We're going on possibly day three into day four uh, for folks that may not have power and uh, at home. What you want to remember is that your your regular refrigeration unit can possibly keep things cold. That's just the refrigerator side. You know, not opening the door, um, some for up to eight hours. The main thing to remember is that after you regain power, any kind of protein product, anything, meats or or lunch meats or, you know, meats you were thawing in your fridge or, say, for example, leftovers, you should throw everything protein-related out. I, I would not take any chances if it's in your refrigeration unit to reuse those or recook them. Um, eggs, shell, whole shell eggs would probably be okay. Uh, again, if you have a question, I always use this term, when in doubt, throw it out. And if you have any questions at all as to the integrity, um, I would definitely toss it. It's not worth your health. Um, freezers it, it could remain frozen. It just depends on the access and how well it was working. Uh, if you can detect that most of your foods for the majority of the package or the majority of the product are still frozen um, to touch, uh, you, more than likely you could maintain those and keep those. But if you have any doubt at all, honestly, um, get rid of that. It's not worth it. Well, let me go through what I did at our house, and then you tell me what I did right and what I did wrong. Uh, after, after the power went out, you know, it, my, our power went out Sunday night at like 1.30 in the morning. So by Monday morning, I went there and I got a big coolers out, and I put all of the stuff in the refrigerators in the coolers and stuck them outside because it was still like 35, 37 degrees outside. And for a lot of people, it was a lot colder. So I just put the food in my refrigerator in a cooler and stuck it outside. And I've been eating the food out of that. Am I healthy or is that, was that a bad idea? Well, it, it, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it was a bad idea. The only thing, you know, we do have folks that decide it is a lot colder outside, right? I'm just going to take my stuff and I don't know that they put it in a, in a, in a cooler, but it just set it outside. And um, it, it, the main thing is this, if, that food that you had outside, and even though it was 30 degrees outside, it depends on the internal temperature of the food. Um, oftentimes, if it's a little bit warmer in the middle of the food, the outside could be colder but retain uh, a higher heat in the center. And, and that is what your biggest concern is and where you can get pathogen growth. The key number there, and most people don't have home thermometers that they put in food, but if that, if that food product you know, resides at temperatures over 41 degrees Fahrenheit for more than four hours. You should not consume it. Um, so if you safely could say, yeah, that food that you took out of your fridge was well under 40 degrees um, and, and you felt confident with it and didn't notice uh, any spoilage or felt confident in, in its integrity, then you should be fine. You know, you, you just gave me something interesting because I always figured refrigerators were at 45 degrees because that's what you're supposed to keep your beer cold at. But you just said 40 <laughs> degrees and lower, right? <laughs> 41 degrees. Yeah, that's, that's commercial, right? That's, 
those temperatures, you know, whenever we go into a food facility, those temperatures are important because that is what the science has deemed. You want to keep your cold food at 41 or, you know, at, in, at 41 or below, and you want to keep your hot food 135 or greater. So that, that what they call, what industry calls the danger zone is anything above 41 and anything below 135. So in that temperature zone, it's kind of like us. We get around 98 degrees or 80 some odd degrees, and we feel pretty good. And and that's kind of with bacteria or pathogens, they really have a party once the temperature reaches their their desired, uh, you know, temp for growth and that. So, but yeah, I agree with you on the beer temp. Absolutely. Okay. And then the other thing we did is um, after the second day that the power was out, well, actually after the first day that the power was out, we took the stuff out of the freezer and we started cooking it. Uh, we had to cook it on our, our wood stove because that's all the all the heat and source we had. But we started sure. cooking whatever was frozen. It was starting to thaw. Then we just cooked it and ate it real fast because then we were getting into day three of having no power. And now people are into day four of having no power. And a lot of people are looking at not having power for a long time. So I guess at that point, at some point, you just throw everything out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so unfortunate. I've, I've been there. I've been through it and had just uh, went through a, a one of the PSPS events that, you know, in the past that was a long event. This is, this is you know, not the same, but in a way uh, without power, the same type of environment. And we lost a great deal of poultry product and that that was frozen. So, yeah, the longer it goes and the more that you're in and out, um, the higher risk you run, even though it's still sealed, even though it's still in the same package it came from the grocery store, um, you can still run a risk, and it's just not worth it. Another, I got a question from one of our listeners, and they wanted to know about, they said that some of the food in the stores now is, is questionable because it's been sitting on container ships in ports around the country that have been delayed getting you know, their stuff off, onto the docks and then shipped out to the stores. So we have all of this food that's been sitting on ships that should have been refrigerated, and you don't know exactly how careful all these ships were. And there's a little bit of a concern about the safety of food coming through the store process. Sure. That's a that's a really great question. And um, it, it, we do have there are there are controls in place from point of source, meaning as it gets shipped, a lot of products that are transported either by rail, truck or plane and or ship, if they're frozen, they are placed in containers that have the capacity to to blast chill or freeze or hold at temperatures that are that are freezing sub-zero. Um, but yeah, when you're sitting at dock and you're idling and you're going to need to save fuel, et cetera, if there is any compromise to this food, you know, the idea is that we would receive at a local level, receive indicators, which we do from the USDA, the FDA and California Department of Public Health on products that are recalled or products that are dangerous and should be pulled from the shelves. So, we often daily get these emails from the USDA of recalled products, and what we do is we go through our list of all of our um, retail food establishments, grocery stores, and quick marts, and we see if any of those products have been delivered there. There is a list um, that the state and feds keep of all of the numbers that come with the manufactured product, and that number indicates where the product was delivered to. So if there is ever a question about, 
a product or some a customer or consumer has a question about a product, you can always report that product information. Go to your the FDA webpage, www.fda.org, and you can actually go to the Food Safety Inspection Service, and you can put in the number. There's a little ID on food packages. You can enter that in and file a complaint if you think there's something suspicious with that manufactured product. Okay, very good. Are there is there anything on the warning list right now that people should know about? No, there's any anything that we get, we cross-reference that with our facilities and we let the facility know right away to pull it from their shelves, but nothing significant that we have seen in our area. A lot of stuff in Southern California, but nothing up here. Is there anything else you want to tell people about their food storage right now as we're going into day four or five, depending on who you are, of no power? The one thing I want everyone to know is that we're working closely. The county has some great folks working directly with waste management. I know a lot of folks are concerned about rubbish and how to get rid of product. There will be some containment uh, set up Uh, around the county and ability for folks to dispose of their food product because again restaurants are in the same situation so we are working hard to find alternative methods to dispose of this because if you live in the rural areas you don't want to attract animals to your property if you're throwing out a lot of food so just be safe again remember when you're when it when it looks doubtful please throw it out We've been talking with Amy Irani from the Nevada County Environmental Health Department. Thank you for all the information, Amy. Thank you, Felton, and Happy New Year.